Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, July 22nd, 2022, 07222022. What's going on? What's happening? It's nice to be back with you on a Friday. We've been uh, kind of all over the place with our recording schedule lately. And that's really a good problem to have. It means I've been busy. I've been out doing stuff. We've been at Summerfest. We've been out for the weekend, you know, swimming with, you know, future in-laws, that sort of thing. Just like out and about doing stuff. And uh, that's totally fine. And that's, I think I mentioned this last week on the show where it's like, yeah, summer feels like it's coming to an end partially the temperatures sure don't it's hot as balls out there but that's totally okay with me because i feel like i'm doing stuff i'm going on vacation this upcoming week going to a hot baraboo cabin with the immediate family it'll be the first time the immediate family's been together in almost a year that should be exciting and i uh, got hawaii coming up and uh literally i'll be there in uh a month, let's see, one, two, three, four, leaving four weeks and one day from now for Hawaii. So that's 29 days for those of you uh, who didn't pass third grade math back when you were a kid. That's what we're leading up to with our U.S. state power rankings, which we're going to dig into pretty shortly here. I don't have much, uh, much of a prologue, if you will. When's the last time you used the word prologue in a sentence and didn't just read it in a book? Prologue, P-R-O-L-O-G-U-E. Before we dive into those power rankings. Oh, yeah, but what we're getting there. And then, you know, we got, uh, gosh, my end of August is crazy. I have a week of orientation, a week of Hawaii, and then a week of what's affectionately known on campus as immersion week, which has to do with the class I teach and the next thing you know, I mean, literally, like, end of immersion week, we're going to be back in Wisconsin going up there for a wedding. And uh, all of a sudden, it's post-Labor Day. It's football season. It's uh, getting into fall, although September st- tends to stay warm. And, uh, you know, it's traveling for work and stuff. So it's uh, it's exciting. I'm, I'm busy. I'm occupied uh, working working three jobs still. And uh, going strong. Some days are easy. Some days are uh, draining. Today was very draining. It's about six six twenty in the afternoon in the evening. Blaze it on Friday afternoon, and I just finished work right as I uh, was was starting to hit record. It's it's been one of those days. Came all the way back from the suburbs this morning. Walked in about two minutes before my first meeting started. It's just been uh, it's been a hectic week, uh, and it's not quite done yet. But I think I think the majority of it is done. Thanks everyone who sent uh, flowers, trees, thoughts, prayers, text messages, all that stuff to um, Rachel to her family, uh, death in the family this past week. So we've been we've been out in the suburbs since Tuesday night dealing with uh, with some of that stuff. Uh, it's a lot a lot of family events church things all that stuff um and just got back this morning so it's been it's been a lot but you know these things are uh bittersweet's not the right word but you know it's sad but also good opportunity to to remember reflect celebrate life and then a good chance to to be with family and and friends as well and a couple of uh rachel's friends made it out to the visitation and i'm very thankful um for for them for doing that because we were out in the burbs not necessarily close to the the city of chicago so uh it it's it's that and then rachel uh and a slightly uh lighter but still kind of stressful note rachel's doing her full-fledged move-in tomorrow july 23rd we she's moved a couple things in and uh, we've got some some replacement furniture coming in. We've got a new coffee table. I had to I had to take some clear off the coffee table, clear off the dining room table, take some pics, post it to Facebook Marketplace. It dealt with like five scammers this morning. It was great. So no actual real person leads yet. But hey, if you're looking for an IKEA coffee table or a dining room table donated uh, when I was 22, courtesy of Hannah Johnson. 
H, uh, what is Hannah Johnson? No, that my H's are only Haley's. That was the second Hannah Johnson that I was with, and there's been a lot of Haley's. Uh, if but the long story short, if you're looking for any of those, either of those, let me know. Uh, they're all yours. 15 20 25 bucks or best offer whatever you want to do but we got that stuff coming in uh and rachel's making her big move tomorrow which means today is my uh my last day living the uh the solo life at home since i was in graduate school since the day i left chicago for baltimore and this podcast was conceived about uh Gosh, about six, seven months or so after I arrived in Baltimore, that's when we started the show. So that means for all of you who are the OGs, the day ones, if you will, I heard that in a song yesterday on the radio, uh, sounded pretty hip, pretty fresh. So I wanted to include that on the show. I'll also mention I'm the producer and uh, best boy and you know key grip of this show. And hello to my friends in Pakistan. Uh, Kyber Pass, Hyderabad, Islamabad. Thank you for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. But if you are a day one, that means you've been with us, you know, four and a half years. We're we're in season five here. I think this is show like 230, 240. We're kind of in that range somewhere. And that means, you know, the whole time you've been listening, all the way back to January 2018, I've never had a roommate, uh, which was a new thing for me when it first started. Uh, it feels very kind of weird now to be going back to living with someone but up until I was uh 22 and three months or so um I I had had a a roommate or in multiple in most cases multiple roommates and so it feels kind of strange but in a fun exciting way to be uh coming back into the uh, roommate life this time a roommate that Excuse me, will be a great roommate. It's someone I care deeply about, which has been the case for for some roommates, but for the most most part, that's not the case with your roommates. Um, so yeah, that that's happening tomorrow, and then Sunday morning, we'll leave for kind of a a brief like four or five day family vacation sort of thing. So just a lot going on, but I'm I'm excited for uh, you know that and just relaxing. Busy, busy times for work for sure. So this, this, you know, upcoming week is not the ideal week to take off, but it's happening. Gosh, I still, so I'm taking, I, I don't want to go down, you know, too deep in here. I want to get to our states and we're going to very quickly because I don't have that much else going on and I'm, I'm tired. I had, uh, ooh, what, four, four hour long synchronous meetings today. Um, on Zoom, and then just a whole bunch of other stuff happened, and it was just one of those days where it just, man, just kept going and going. Didn't I mean I didn't finish my meetings till five, and then I was doing actual other work until like six ten, six fifteen. Just one of those days where, man, I just don't feel like talking. Uh, I don't really feel like doing anything. But uh, you know what? That's the thing about the Bean Town Podcast. We we never stop. We come at you. You got new content every week, okay? It's been that way for 230-some weeks or something. Uh, I completely lost my train of thought, which is a damn shame. Oh, I forgot to mention listener discretion is advised. Here comes the FCC fines. When you are listening to the Beantown Podcast, number one, we'll occasionally some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Uh, what was I going to talk about? I said I didn't want to get too deep into it, and then I completely... Uh, botched it i we're i don't usually do this i'm gonna listen back to the tape i'll be right back okay it was definitely not worth rewinding it was basically me going on a tangent about wanting to relax this week and then recapping all the vacation i still have yet to take which is not who like who who gives a shit but i'll tell you anyways that's kind of that's if you want to you know sum up this program in a nutshell it's basically like quinn who gives a shit about this stuff but you're going to talk about it anyway, so I guess I'll listen. That's essentially our thesis. I have five days this week, this upcoming week, into July, and then Hawaii uh, later on in August. And then uh, I just randomly took the week before Christmas off. 
Um, if I can find a reasonable flight, I'll head out to the Pacific Northwest and see my parents' house. I haven't been there for a handful of years. I uh, never met their dog. That would be kind of fun. Um, but if that doesn't work out, if it's like $700, which is what it looks like right now, then I don't know if that will happen. And then after all of that, and I'm doing a little bit of traveling this fall for work, getting back into that. It's been three years, uh, really, since I was able to do much of that. Uh, on top of all that, I still have seven more days I have to use, like have to use, things that won't roll over. The crazy thing is I could use a full 12, another two and a half weeks of vacation, which there's just there's just no time. Um, so it's it's not going to... I got seven more days minimum I got to use. You know, I've done I've done the road trip angle the last two falls. Last year was uh, end of August. The year before was like right before Halloween. And I love the idea of the road trip uh, angle. It would have to be another solo trip this year. But, man, it's, between rental cars and gas prices, it's just... It used, you know, it used to be like, okay, road trip, that's sort of the cheap option, right? But now it's much more like, I mean, I could literally just like fly to, not that I'm a Florida person, but just for example's sake, fly to, you know, Fort Myers or something, stay in a shitty motel with a pool and just like hang out there um, four or five days. That would be so much cheaper than the road trip. And usually it's like flipped, right? You think of a road trip as being the more affordable option. Uh, so I'm going to have to decide what I want to do. Uh, cause it's coming. I mean, you know, we just talked about this on the show. Like I'm, I'm completely like schedule is set. Not that I'm doing something every day or every week, but like, I know theoretically what I want to be doing, where I want to be all the way until labor day. And next thing you know, I mean, December, I'm done. I'm done with work for the year and like the 20th or so of December. And so next thing you know, we're looking at from Labor Day to like December 20th, um, which is, gosh, only what, like three months where I got to take some time and Thanksgiving is sprinkled in there. It's not like it's impossible. I'll make something work. Likely, I don't know early November, something like that. Well, we're, we're kind of going to have to wait and see what happens. But anyways, guys, this is part two. I think we covered everything else I wanted to say. My name's Quinn. This is my show, Listener Discretion, Pakistan. Uh, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, I, we haven't done a, a, we haven't premiered or teased a new Cuts by Q, excuse me, uh, right on Q. There's a lot of Qs floating around episode in a couple of weeks now. And uh, that's just a product of, investing a lot of time into the power rankings and uh, just straight up other things and then also just completely forgetting today because I was thinking I was going to do it today. There's a lot of stuff we could have commented on. Steve Bannon, uh, USA Women's Soccer, the All-Star Game, millions of other monkey pox, right? I still haven't gotten to the bottom of the whole like monkey pox and is it a, you know, more of like an LGBTQ disease? Is it not, you know, because the, there's like a lot of a lot of talk going on with that right now, and I don't really know what the answer is, and I just haven't looked into it that much. Uh, the whole like Little Miss thing on Instagram making a comeback, all those memes from the, you know, children's books from the 70s. Long story short, there it, it, we've taken a couple weeks off, and there's a vast amount of content that we could have dug sunk our teeth into really and uh, that's just on me so maybe next week we'll try to get into it next week could be exciting i mean we got friday uh here uh, it's technically a vacation day i'm gonna work a little bit but maybe jane and steve want to come on the podcast and join the sort of third tier of our states i don't know i'll propose it we'll see what they say and then we got just two more after that and then I'm going to Hawaii. So uh, I think I covered everything I want to cover. Before we jump in, I just want to say thanks to our sponsors, uh, our good friends, Home Pride Oregon. If you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, you got to know whom to trust. You want someone who's safe and certified, an expert in this business, but doing it for years at this point. His name is Steve. He's my dad. You can reach him at 541-410-0316. If you don't get in the first time, just keep trying. Phone lines will, will remain open. It's like American Idol 
circa 2004. Phone lines remain open. Keep trying. They'll stay open until 10 p.m. Remember that I had that kind of floating, passing thought last night at some point. I don't really remember what we were talking about. But it was just, you know, just the the vision or the memory of, like, Seacrest on stage with some random 22-year-old you know, and on the screen, you got like the singular wireless. Remember singular wireless with a C? That was a thing. Uh, and then it was like AT&T for a while. I don't know if US Cellular was ever like the official sponsor for American Idol. But, you know, you have the little graphic on the screen to be like one eight 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 four two four five, And then the last two digits would be like whichever order they were in that night. So if they were first, it'd be 01. If they were 11th, it'd be 11. And it'd be like, you know, data charges may apply or whatever. I don't think, that, I don't know if they were, I don't think they were ever a toll number. It's the other thing that's crazy. Remember toll numbers? I never actually called one because I would have been grounded to hell if I did that. But that was always, I remember like being at a friend's house and they were like voting for American Idol live as it was on. And their mom was like, oh God, no, we can't afford this. And like, hold on, it's not a toll number. And there was a whole kerfuffle about whether or not it was a toll number or not. It's just that early 2000s nostalgia, man. Voting for American Idol by phone. I love it. I don't think I ever... Maybe I did it once or twice. I always rooted for the black guys on that show. I don't really know what that says about my personality. But to this day, I pretty much exclusively root for African Americans on Jeopardy. Uh, the few and far in between that pop up, I don't really know what it is. Um, it's not like an uh, affinity thing. It's just, and it's not, uh, I don't want to like say anything weird here, but I just feel like, you know what, let's, let's get some fresh blood in here, especially on a show like Jeopardy. So I don't know. I'm also completely backed up on Jeopardy. Missed it Wednesday, missed it Thursday. Haven't seen it yet today. I got, I got literally an hour's worth of Jeopardy to watch. Uh, when we hop off here, which is fine because I'm probably going to like get some Taco Bell and try to go to sleep at like 9 p.m. It's just been that kind of week. But call Steve or go to his website, homeprideoregon.com, and uh, he'll get you taken care of. So that's Home Pride Oregon. That's one. Uh, number two, our good friends uh, at Samson, the Samson Q2U series. If you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, hmm, wow, okay, that's some crisp, clean audio quality. Well, it's not, a, it's not an accident. Uh, it's, it's the Samson Q2U series developed and cultivated over years in their signature audio lab. We're going off script here. The Samson Q2U series delivers consistent, reliable, quality audio quality. I like that because you can use quality as an adjective and then as a noun. Quality, audio, quality. It's a palindromic phrase, really. Uh, We are inventing, introducing the world to new uh, methods of wordplay here in the show, which you come here, you learn something new, you get exposed to something new. You don't need NPR, although I'm a big NPR fan, especially the time when Jane was on. That was awesome. Maybe we'll ask her next week. Maybe we'll get Jane on the show next week ask her to do an ad read in our NPR voice. I think that could be good. Um, but here's a, you know, end of, end of the story. We were talking about this uh, Samson in the Bible, actually, on the recant stream with uh, Ryan English, Ryan Ligon and Kristen English um, <laughs> the other day, uh, talk, telling the story of Samson and his hair and how Delilah was definitely a babe. Like, yeah, she was pretty slutty and she was... A prostitute, but she was like clearly a babe, ten out of ten, uh, a Babylon babe. Although I can't, I can't keep any of those ancient cities straight. You know, you got uh, Ur, you got Babylon, you got Judah, Judea. I don't know what the whole deal of Judah is. What where I really get confused is the twelve tribes of of Israel thing, which is what. Um, Jacob's 12 sons. Is that right? It goes, uh, cause I think, I think it's Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are like the, you know, the trio, the patriarch, grandpa, dad, and son. And then I think from, uh, Jacob comes the 12 tribes of Israel. And that's where there's like Joseph and the technicolor dream coat 
they leave him in a well. It's pretty badass. And then he becomes like a magistrate in Egypt or something. There's a whole story with that. He's got a brother, Benji, and apparently 10 other brothers who are total dicks. Uh, and that's the Samson Q2U series. From Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and then First Kings, which I think is the story of Samson. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. And our good friends, Cuts by Q, uh, just Cuts by Q. I always make that mistake. It's an antique, nope, it's a, a fresh take on barber shops. Let's put it that way. Uh, here, located right here in the city of Chicago, if you need your hair cut or your, uh, your mutton chop shaved or uh, your neck plucked, or even Brazilian butt wax, whatever it might be. I don't think there's a Brazilian butt wax. I think there's just a Brazilian wax and a Brazilian butt lift. I don't know if there's a Brazilian butt wax. Uh, another thing that we'll invent here, right, here live on the Beantown Podcast. Regardless, irregardless, uh, when you need a fresh juice, something snappy and new, guys, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Okay. Uh, I promised you I was going to get into these power rankings ASAP and uh, 22 minutes in. That's pretty much what happened last week. I will say this. Uh, so we're, we're getting into it now. Last week, bottom of the barrel, and I'll give my recap uh, of, of those rankings in a second here. But last week, I was so passionate, right? Th- those were pretty much states that I abhorred, A-B-H-O-R-R-E-D. Robert Horry, I think he was a power forward for the Hawks or something like that. Last sidebar, I promise, before we um, do our recap of last week. Robert Horry, uh, let's see, was an American professional basketball player born in 1970, so he's already 52 as of next month, from, from Hartford County, Maryland. Hartford County is what I was trying to say. He played 16 seasons. That's pretty significant. Uh, the most of oh here's an interesting one okay this is literally the second sentence of his wikipedia he played 16 seasons in the nba winning seven championships the most of any player not to have played for the boston celtics what a bizarre kind of record um he's the only one of only four players to have won an nba championship with three teams that's pretty cool. He won two of the Rockets. I think the Rockets won the two in between the Jordan three-peats, right? Uh, three with the Lakers and two with the Spurs with no defeats in the NBA Finals. That's badass. Can you imagine a career? You play 16 years, you win seven titles, and you never lose. Jordan only won six. So that's got to be close to the record for most titles without ever losing. I don't know, like, did Bill Russell, you know, never lose or something like that? He probably has the record. But he earned the nickname Big Shot Bob because of his clutch shooting in important games. Uh, So anyways, he uh, played for the, you know, primarily the Rockets. Must have been early in his career. I guess he would have been like 25, the Celtics and the Lakers. Or excuse me, not the Celtics. the, The Rockets, the Lakers, and the Spurs. So 16 years. That's a... That's a bigger name than I was kind of prepared for when I just casually, like, said that name. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Okay, to recap last week, to finish my thought, uh, this this crop that we're getting into today is has been assembled in such a way that they represent the states I really don't give a shit about. Uh, whereas last week is lower in the rankings, bringing up the, the caboose, but the reason they're there is because there are states that I'm like, God, I can't, I hate you for one reason or another. And it's mostly deep south states. So the states that we're getting into this week are much more like, yeah, I don't particularly care for you, but I don't have any sort of vendetta against you. What do you think the origins of vendetta are? I promised the last one was a, the last sidetrack. But we have to know vendetta is such a weird word. Latin meaning vengeance. Okay, that's what vendetta is. It makes sense. Uh, V-E-N-D-E-T-T-A. Cool word, right? People know V for vendetta, but it's just like, it's a cool word, okay? Uh, But this week, it's just kind of states that I don't really care about. So I think there's going to be less to talk about. Also, important note, I didn't take any notes on these states. Uh, I gave you the recap of what this week's been like already, and uh, one of the unfortunate side effects was that I really just like 
did not think about this at all until I started recording. But tomorrow is going to be like wake up early, go for a run, try to relax a little bit, maybe spend a little bit of time outside. Then Rachel's moving in. And then I got a uh, shout out to friend of the podcast, Abby Witzak, uh, for getting engaged this morning. You know Abby, not because she's been on the show yet, but because we've teased that we want to get her on to talk Subway because she's a big Subway fan or uh, apologist, if you will. Maybe that's a better word than fan. She got engaged this morning. Congratulations to Abby uh, and her fiancé, Jake, who's also uh, one of my friends. Um, I don't remember where we were going, but that's okay. I'm just going to give you a recap of our rankings from last week. Oh, I didn't, didn't take any notes on this week's crop. I also didn't double check before I started the episode. Oh, what I was going to say, uh, tomorrow night, probably hanging out with those guys, celebrating their love. And then Sunday morning, leave for vacation. And I'm not bringing this stuff with me. It's a vacation from everything, okay? Um, here's last week's rankings. And then we'll jump into this week's uh, with a, a pause in between because I really got to pee. Okay, coming in are honorable mentions who weren't ranked. Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and Guam. Number 50, Alabama. Number 49, Mississippi. 48, Louisiana. 47, Arkansas. 46, South Carolina. 45, Florida. 44, Texas. And 43, Missouri. And uh, when I return from the bathroom, we're jumping in head first. All right, so coming in at 42 and 41, the most stereotypical thing you're going to find on this entire list is a coupling of sorts that I really, I'm not going to just completely package them. I will talk about them separately, but the first one, there's just not much to talk about. So 42 and 41, North Dakota, South Dakota. I don't feel any shame about putting them back to back um, I, I'll say this. There's a lot more to discuss about South Dakota than North Dakota. Not that I'm going to really dig deep into all the details because no one really wants to hit minute 28 of the show and get an in-depth look at Quinn's top 10 things to see in South Dakota. That's not what these power rankings are about. But I could, you know, I could tell you five things going on in South Dakota and North Dakota. It's crickets. Literally and figuratively. I'm also drinking a great White Claw Surge flavor. Natural lime. Easily beats the artificial flavors. Okay, so North Dakota is number 42. Jackie Robinson's number. North Dakota is just wide open nothing. I I was thinking about this in the shower before uh, before I got going today. And I really think North Dakota, out of all the 50 states, might be the state where it's just kind of like, I got nothing. I I don't know. Put it, you know, in the same level of like, I got nothing tier as, uh, I would say like Nebraska, Idaho to a certain extent. And I guess you could throw like Kansas and parts of Oklahoma in there. But it's just kind of a state where it's like, I can tell you about Fargo, which is more or less Minnesota. And I think most people who don't really like, who didn't really pay much attention when they saw the movie Fargo or, you know, have watched the television show and they, they hear the just ridiculous, you know, stereotypical accents and stuff. They're probably like, Oh yeah, Fargo. I love that. You know, Minnesota, it's cool. Um, and actually, I think I think a lot of the movie Fargo does take place in Minnesota, like where the story is set. I think it's just like the original murder happens in Fargo. I think that's kind of how it goes. But I, granted, I have not seen the movie in a while. Rachel and I watched the first season of Fargo, um, you know, with, with uh, Chet Hanks and Joey King. And I don't know the actress's name, the, the lead actress. Oh, and of course, our, our good friend Martin Freeman, who Rachel absolutely hated his character. Which, to be fair, he's kind of uh, he's kind of terrible in that show. We watched the first season of that back. I think I feel like it was pretty not like right when we started dating, but definitely like a couple months into when we started dating, and we've never returned to it. We watched the whole season. We we liked it. Um, and I think they have, what, four seasons of Fargo now? Maybe five? I, I think 
I definitely want to come back to it at some point. The second season was where the the like old retired cop who in season one owns the diner and he's the dad of the kind of main cop. I think it's like a flash flashback or like a prequel basically where he's the main character. And then season three is the whole Ewan McGregor one where he plays twins, which I've seen pretty much everything Ewan McGregor's done. That's one thing I've never touched. And I don't, I don't know any friends who are like, Oh yeah, Fargo. I love that. We just like, don't talk about it. And then I think season four was the one they just made. They filmed a bunch of it in Rogers park. Um, and Chris Rock was in that one. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely the type of thing I think I would like. We've just never really talked about coming back to it. That's the problem with North Dakota. We can talk and talk and talk about Fargo and it's like, what else is there? Uh, it's Trump country. It's agriculture. Um, the one, you know, the, the one thing about North Dakota, oh, I, I did not mention this. Um, this category is called they stink and they know it. And that's a little bit harsh, but I just didn't have time to revisit and change names. So that's just kind of uh, what we stuck with. Um, the one thing about North Dakota is that there are wide sweeping uh, uh, portions of land that are really beautiful. Portions, not a great word. Areas of land. Like Theodore Roosevelt National Park near Montana. It's beautiful. It's kind of like Badlands start to meet the like foothills of, of the Rockies uh, or just kind of like the Great Plains. But it's not like, oh, yeah, like you got to see this. You got to check this out. Like, oh, that's neat. It's just kind of like it it's really shouldn't be its own state. Because uh, there's not much going on there. Um, the capital of North Dakota, for the majority of you listening who probably don't know, is uh, Bismarck with a C. And it's 73,000 people as of the 2020 census. Which, granted, is not tiny. That's probably more than I was going to guess before I looked it up. But it's just kind of like not much there. So that's North Dakota at number 42. Number 41, South Dakota. Uh, pretty much everything you want to see in South Dakota, you can see along I-90, which I think that's how it goes, right? 90 runs through South Dakota, 94 runs through North Dakota, like the one east-west interstate going through the entire state, which, let's be fair, I'm spoiled. I live in Illinois. We've got everything from, like, 94 all the way down to, I don't know what the southernmost one is, but probably somewhere in, like, the 40s or something like that. It's crazy. You look at Illinois, and it runs all the way from the Great Lakes, like Michigan, down to Memphis, basically, the south. Uh, It just is a long state. South Dakota is a lot of kitschy things, okay? You got wall drug, five-cent coffee, free ice water. It's a a crazy place. You got the Corn Palace in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota, I think is what they call that town, Mitchell. And then you, have, of course, have Mount Rushmore um, we, and, and, and Crazy Horse. We talked about Crazy Horse like a month ago on the show. We did an entire episode dedicated to that stain on our democracy. Uh, Mount Rushmore is not much better. Uh, they did like 10% of the monument and then just gave up and quit. And that's the problem with South Dakota. They don't finish what they start. The Badlands are neat. The Black Hills are neat. Like, it's really picturesque and some you know very interesting hikes and stuff but it's it's not like oh yeah there's a cool mountain or an awesome resort it's just kind of like blah um i've never been to rapid city south dakota or let's say this i've probably driven through there before but i can't tell you anything about rapid city uh i just imagine it as being like napoleon dynamite but more kitschy uh, I've spent a little bit of time in uh, Sioux Falls, and uh, it just feels like rural, you know, Midwest, basically. Nothing very interesting. And so South Dakota, number 41, honestly, it would have maybe been even more appropriate to switch them and put South Dakota at 42 and North Dakota at 41, solely because Mount Rushmore is such a idiotic thing where we did, like, Again, like literally one tenth of it was finished, and uh, wasn't well, isn't there? Uh, is it the end of National Treasure Two, 
where they like pop out and they're actually at Mount Rushmore. Is that how that one ends? I don't remember. Uh, that's one where, spoiler alert, Ed, Ed Harris dies. It's tragic. Is that, yeah, because number one is Sean B. Number two is Ed Harris. National Treasure, Book of Secrets. I think that's how it goes. I, I distinctly recall the plot of National Treasure 1 in many of the uh, twists and turns and just all that stuff. National Treasure 2, drawn a blank. I remember the scene where Ed Harris dies because someone has to stay behind to hold the wheel open. Uh, I think he besmirches. There's a word for you. B-E-S-M-I-R-C-H-E-S, besmirches. The name of uh, Nick Cage's dad, John Boyd, or his grandfather, perhaps, played by probably a devilishly handsome Henry Cavill or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I saw that one once on VHS. And he has to like clear his name, and then Harris is like, sorry for besmirching your, your old man's name. And uh, they're all going to be Nick Cage's voice. And Nick Cage is like, dude, you don't have to stay behind and hold the wheel. We can figure a way out. And Ed Harris is like, no, this is the only way. You got to go. And Nick Cage is like, I won't forget you. And Ed Harris is like, tell the world my story. Okay, I I, I don't take any uh, pride or credit in my Ed Harris impression. But he kind of has a little bit. He's not like a southern guy, but there's a little bit of a southern twang to his voice. Um, and, uh, after half of a white claw surge, I just couldn't, couldn't pull through. Uh, all this is to say that's South Dakota at number 41 coming in at number 40. I got to start numbering these because right now they're just in a big list without numbers. Uh, and I'm going to forget where I'm at. And we also got to, we got to hurry our buns here. We're at 40% and we got like a lot more states to get through. Again, the category today is they stink and they know it. I actually wrote they suck and they know it, but that just seemed harsh. Okay, number 40, uh, something a state we've already mentioned today in one of our ad reads, Indiana. Indiana is just corn and suburbia developments, but you go to the, the you know their Lake Michigan shore, and it's just like a great opportunity, and they effed it all up with just gary and shipping and they have like two beaches and a dune and that's about it and people say oh indianapolis is cool indianapolis is trendy and it's not bad like i don't i don't hate on indianapolis but i don't think that there's anything about indianapolis that's amazing either and then you get down south you get down to like evansville i spent a night there one night went to a mexican restaurant really depressing a lot of college kids from uh, the uh, Evansville Acers. Is that what they are? The Racers. I can't remember. Like sneaking alcohol in, pouring it into their, you know, Diet Coke. And it's just like, man, this is kind of a depressing place down there in the Ohio River. Um, it's just, I, I don't have any specific hatred for it. Um, it's just cornfields and uh, mostly lower class white people, uh, which don't tend to be my favorite crop of people although i that's who i was born into indiana does have uh it is home to papa's mini donuts and cheese curds which has prompted me to open up a new tab and uh, check in on papa's uh they were silent for a long time over the winter dormant if you will and then they kind of they came back with a couple of posts um and then I haven't seen much from them. However, the, okay, good news. Um, I think I'm just like either, well, it's both. I'm not going to Facebook very much these days, and they're just not showing up in my newsfeed because this definitely should have showed up. Uh, this is from 12 hours ago, so about 7 a.m. in Will County, Illinois, Manhattan, Illinois, to be specific. Happy Friday. We're at the Will County Thresherman Association Antique Tractor and Steam Engine Show. This is all real. Uh, this weekend, Thursday through Sunday from 9 to 5, cash only. Come out for a good time and great food. Please be understanding that our normal products... Oh, this is interesting. Please be understanding that our normal products are unavailable at this time. Oh, okay. Same great food, just different packaging. So it's not their products. It's their packaging. Papa's got to work on his social media game. Um, 
there are a lot of posts by the Will County. I don't know. I'm not seeing any of this on my Facebook feed for whatever reason. But they're still going. They were at the Crown Point Antique Mall uh, last weekend. So that's the one thing Indiana's got going for it. And uh, shout out to hashtag girlfriend of the podcast, Rachel Ramos, for her brilliant find. Uh, I don't even... We were coming back from someplace, uh, Michigan, I guess. I don't remember exactly what we were doing. But she found it. And... Uh, we haven't been in, uh, gosh, is it, is it two summers already or just last summer? I don't remember the last time we went to Papa's. Um, but we need to, we need to get out there soon. It's tougher to just make a trip. It's easier when you got something on the way. That's number 40. Okay. We're into the thirties now coming at number 39. We're, we're kind of starting to get into the, the, the list of States here where it's like, yeah, these aren't, these aren't A-listers, but they're not the worst states. And yeah, that's, I mean, we've made it through 11 so far. So that kind of makes sense. Okay, number 39, a state where I've spent a decent amount of time in my adult life, Kentucky. I, I have both good things and bad things to say about Kentucky. Good things, Louisville is a really neat place. It's kind of blue collar. Um, the Ohio River Valley is just, I think, really beautiful. Uh, obviously, you know, Churchill Downs is a really neat place. Um, and there's some great eats in Louisville, some interesting, like hipster local music kind of stuff. And then Lexington isn't bad either. Lexington is, uh, kind of got that like old South feel without like feeling as racist, if you will. That's an oversimplification, but that's just where we're at on these power rankings. Um, but the rest of Kentucky is just kind of like, Hey man, if you've seen Justified, you pretty much understand what Kentucky is, and that's just a crop of folks that I don't really understand. I don't really, you know, empathize with all that much. It's just kind of uh, some weirdos with guns, uh, potent combination. So that's Kentucky number thirty-nine. Uh, it's 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 not all bad. Uh, but Kentucky is just one of those places where I just don't think I could ever live there. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. Nothing about it, nothing specifically about it that I really dis have disdain for. But there's also nothing about it where I'm like, oh, yeah, I would live there. Harlan County. No thanks. Uh, number 38. We're We're jumping across the country for much of the rest of these rankings here. Um, although we, we started in the Dakotas, we went East a little bit and now we're coming back West. Uh, this one might ruffle some feathers, but I had to put it somewhere guys. Montana is number 37. Here's the thing about Montana. Amazing, spectacular, natural beauty. Like nothing else I've ever seen. The only thing that could rival it for me personally is, is Alaska. Outside of that, it's Montana. And look, Colorado like gets the headlines. Colorado's nice. But Montana is like Colorado, in my perspective, just like bigger, grander, and fewer people, which I'm all about. Uh, at the same time, Montana suffers from the same thing that like North and South Dakota suffer from. There's just like not much going on there. Um, so look, if hey, if, if you're the type of person who wants to just like live someplace with 10 out of 10 natural beauty and not be bothered by anyone go to montana uh it's going to be fantastic and that's going to be the theme for the, the for the following state as well but it's just like i i don't i don't know if i could ever live there until i was like retired you know montana is not a place where i'm like oh yeah i would never ever live there no i i i would retire at 60 and go hang out there like great hiking beautiful views um people are kind but I just I can't imagine like being this age and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to live in Montana. It just doesn't really work. Uh, shout out to Glacier National Park and surrounding regions. Spectacular, gorgeous, nothing bad to say. Um, even, you know, we spent a we spent a day the last time we were in Montana in um, Kalispell, Lake Flathead. Really fun. Like I had a great time there. It's a cool town. But, man, just wide open land. And um, not much action. And so that's why we put Montana at 37. Yeah, it could have been higher. But I don't think I could have gotten it out of this tier. Um, 36 is Wyoming. Similar, also large. 
but even fewer people. Uh, okay, our Beantown podcast trivia poll question of the week. What's the population of Wyoming? If you get it within 100, do I want to do that much? If you get it within 50,000, I will give you a Beantown button. Um, and I'm going to guess, too. I haven't actually searched it yet. Uh, but email us, beantownpodcastyahoo.com. Again, it's beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. And we'll uh, give you a shout-out if you get it right. Shout-out to Walt Furness, brother of the podcast. Got our last poll question right. I think we are doing population of, uh, I don't know. We do a lot of population questions on this show. Okay, uh, Wyoming population. If you get it within 50,000, you're a winner. Which mostly just carries prestige. Excuse me. Um, okay, uh, Wyoming. So it's the to let you know, it's the least populous state in the union, Vermont being number two. Uh, so the least populous state, I'm going to guess Wyoming is something like, whew, feels like a lot of pressure. I feel like as the host, you know, I should be getting this. Um, the population of Wyoming is, let's just say 250,000. Okay. Drum roll time. I lowballed, but I wasn't, you know, I was on the right track. It's 581,000 people. Uh, so number two or number 49 is Vermont. What do we think Vermont is? 624. So it's Vermont's got about 40,000 people more. Anyways, um, that's Wyoming. It's uh, just kind of a lot of space. I haven't really gotten out of the car much in Wyoming. Uh the last time I did, I was driving from Chicago to Oregon with, with my parents. We spent the night in Laramie. Actually, no, it wasn't Laramie. It was Gillette, Wyoming. And we went to a uh, kind of a bar and grill kind of place for supper. And uh, good spot, except, man, our service was slow. And uh, But I got a beautiful picture of the Rockies. And then another time I was driving through Wyoming with my brother, brother of the podcast, Walt Furnish, just got mentioned, and we cut it way too close with gas. And the thing about Wyoming is there's not really gas stations or exits on the highway uh, every 10 miles. It's more like 40 or 50 miles, so you got to really plan ahead. We didn't do a great job of that, but we made it. Uh, We did not run out of gas. I think the worst part about that specific memory was we got off the highway you know this was like eight or nine at night like it's it's dark out because it was like november but not super late anyway still unsettling and we've we've you know pull into a gas station we realize it's like an abandoned gas station and so you got to like get back on the highway with you know the needles below the slash and you're like hopefully this works out and it did uh we got lucky that was the closest i've ever come to running out of gas but we didn't Wyoming as Devil's Tower fans of uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind will uh, recognize it. I've never actually been there. It's like 30 miles off the interstate or something. So it's just one of those things where it's like who's going to who who's going to see it? They should have they should have drove the interstate around it. You know, built it around it. It would have been smart cuz there's not much else going on. So that's Wyoming number 36. We have four left in this list. Number 35, something I don't have much to say about, Nebraska. Kind of like North Dakota, you got the one city that people know it for, uh, Fargo for North Dakota, Omaha for Nebraska. Omaha is not terrible. It's kind of like Kansas City. Uh, they're both on the uh, Missouri River, and uh, but I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of Kansas City than Omaha. Nebraska's classic drive through country. If you're already driving there, you're probably going to Colorado. Or if you're coming from Colorado, you're probably going to Chicago or some Papa's, you know. I would I would drive from Colorado to Papa's. Let's make one thing clear. But you do have to go through Nebraska, which is a long, long, a sneakily long state. What, what does it take? Probably like, I don't know, six hours to get from one end of Nebraska to the other? Six and a half, seven? Depends on who's driving, I guess. But you get past Omaha, you get past the the Missouri River to the east, and it's just kind of a lot of corn, a lot of soy, and then weirdly enough, sand. Like, where did that come from? I don't know. It's there. But if there's one thing you need to know about me, and this is not just an Anakin Skywalker ripoff, I don't like sand. I really don't. It gets in your 
been between your toes. It gets in your socks. Like, it's hot. It's just little rocks. I don't really care for big rocks. So why would I want even smaller rocks? Nebraska's weird, man. Uh, You get to the far west, and it's kind of like the foothills of the Rockies, but you're not to the Rockies yet. Most people don't realize that Nebraska, like, borders Wyoming. I think in a lot of people's minds, Nebraska is like, oh, yeah, Midwest. And Wyoming is like, ooh, that's, you know, big sky country out west, but they're, like, literally next to each other. Uh, Nebraska could have been lower on this list, honestly. Could have been, like, 42. Uh, I don't have really anything to say about it. I don't – I think the reason it ended up here at 35 is because I think people are fairly kind it's like half Midwest, half Great Plains. And I don't really have anything specifically to hate on it for, but it's just kind of there. So that's Nebraska. Uh, coming in at number 34, a close partner in crime, Kansas. Kansas is mostly fields. It's uh, super flat. Uh it's when I think of like Kansas, I think of West Texas. I think of just flat cows, steer, S T E E R, sunflowers, tornadoes. Uh, which let's throw Oklahoma in here too, okay? I don't have the manpower to do separate conversations about Kansas and Oklahoma. So Kansas is 34, Oklahoma is 33. I, I'm a fan of Kansas City. Um, and actually, I've spent the majority of my time in my life in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, rather than Missouri. Although the border is kind of like, at, you know, for a while, um, the Missouri River is the, this is interesting, actually. For a while, the Missouri River is the border between Kansas and uh, Missouri. But then you, it's weird. You get to Kansas City. And it's the border for, like, the northwest portion of the city out by the airport. But then there comes a point when the border just, like, leaves the river and goes straight south. And there's it's re- it's not like, oh, yeah, you're walking down the street. Oh, yeah, there's the sign for Kansas. We're in Kansas now. Or there's a sign for Missouri. It's just, like, this building could be in Kansas. It could be Missouri. I don't really know. We're, we're just in Kansas City. Uh, so it's kind of weird because it is two separate cities, but it doesn't really feel that way. But outside of Kansas City, that's the theme with a lot of these states. They got one interesting city, and there's really not much else going on. Um, the you know Kansas has the whole Kansas City metro area, Overland Park, whatever. I got to go there in, in a month here, two months. But otherwise, there's just not much going on. I've never been to Topeka. I've never been to Manhattan. I've never been to Lawrence. I just don't imagine that they're that interesting other than just like your traditional kind of Midwest, Great Plains, you know, cities with 30,000, 40,000 people. Uh, and that's not to hate on them. I think I, I think I can enjoy living in a place like that uh, and like working at a college, but I, I don't know. Just I'd rather like be in a place like Chicago where you get a lot of cool things. Uh, and then Oklahoma at 33 uh trail of tears we talked about andrew jackson last week on the show but uh uh, you know oklahoma city i think is neat but it's also a state that is like very racist um and i don't really have much to say about oklahoma this is oklahoma is kind of the embodiment of this group of states where i was just like i don't really have much to say I don't have any specific hate for them. I don't have any specific love or affinity for them. It's just Oklahoma, right? I'm not going to go there. I don't care to be there. What do you think is going on in that panhandle of theirs? I don't know. It probably just feels like Kansas or Texas. Cows, corn, and God, really. That's what life is all about for those folks, and uh, good on them, but that's not for me. Coming in, our final state. Of this group here at 32, it's Delaware. It's a state that everyone forgets about. It's kind of sneaky. Most people in the world know Delaware for the, like, northern 5% portion of it. That 95 passes through Wilmington. Uh, You're literally in Delaware for all of half an hour when you drive on I-95. 
And uh, Wilmington in and of itself has got a lot of uh, interesting problems. Huge crime, huge like trafficking because of its location. And uh, you go north of there into the half circle and it's just like Amish Dutch country. You go south of there, it's like a really bizarre kind of Delmarva south kind of feel. It's not the deep south. You know, we'll get to Maryland and Virginia in a little bit here next week, perhaps, um, without looking at my notes. But that's sort of what what the rest of what the other 95% of Delaware is like. There's not very many people. They have a little bit of beach, but it's not sexy Rehoboth beach. And, uh, kudos to Delaware. I don't think there's any sales tax in Delaware. Like that's pretty neat, but the rest of it is just like weird. It basically goes Philadelphia suburbs and weird Amish farm country. And then Wilmington, which is, like, not a great place, TBH. And then the rest of it is, like, weird rural farming. I don't know how to describe it other than it's just Delaware. But I figure most people, you know, have never been to Delaware. That's kind of what it's like. Uh, shout out to uh, and to the podcast, Antiana. She's been on the podcast before. There's a great picture on my phone of her wearing a Beantown Podcast trucker hat. Uh, she lives in Delaware. That's what I got for you. That's the list. Uh, we'll recap it uh, from 42 on down. So 42 North Dakota, 41 South Dakota, 40 Indiana, 39 Kentucky, 38 Idaho, 37 Montana, 36 Wyoming, 35 Nebraska, 34 Kansas, 33 Oklahoma, 32 Delaware. That's where we're at. We are on to 31 starting next week. We have 31 states left. Next week will be group three of five. Uh, Next week is going to be similar in that I have, like, not a ton that I want to say. But it's it's much less, like, not a ton I want to say, and it kind of sucks. And more like, not a ton I want to say for a lot of the states, but there's a lot of things I like about it. Uh, That's where we're going to pick it up next week. Uh, that's what I got for you. Uh, we're going to, it's going to go over an hour with our outro music, but I'm not going to talk for more than an hour, but I want to thank everyone for listening again. Thanks everyone for your support, not only of the show, but for me and my family been a long week. Uh, and I appreciate, uh, you know, text calls, that sort of thing. It is 7 30 PM. I'm done. Uh, I am way over talking. For today, I'm going to go find some supper, probably pour myself some whiskey and catch up on Jeopardy. And that's my Friday. Uh, It's just a weird day. Uh, And I'm really tired. And I'm not going to feel bad about falling asleep at 9.30 p.m. on the couch. So uh, sometimes you need those days, right, guys? Uh, Everyone, thanks for listening so much. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for... uh, sticking it out with our U.S. State Power Rankings. Let us know how we did. BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. Again, that's BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. You can tweet at me. I'm at WhiteBuns with a Z. The show is at BeantownCast. Instagram, I'm at Q.QueenD. Would love to hear your thoughts on our rankings. So far, two-fifths of the way done. Basically, 20 states down, 30 to go, more or less. Uh, Let's cue up our outro music here. I want everyone to stay cool. We got a heat wave in Chicago. Uh, Stay safe and uh, stay sane. Everyone, I will check in on you next time. Have a good one. Bye.